0: Welcome back to another episode of Something's a Mug podcast. I'm Amber.
1: I'm Stephanie, and I'm Christina. Today, we will be discussing a brand new book. That's right we're moving we're moving on from the Akatar series, at least for a while. It was time. It was time. Um, Boy, I mean that really dragged out. From, I mean, it from the might time we so. finished reading them, though. Yeah. But now we're on to Colleen Hoover, specifically right. reminders of him.
2: Yep. <laughs>
1: oh boy, it's so, going to be a time.
2: So many feels. So many. So many.
0: Um. So yeah. So we're discussing reminders of him today, and we're going to kind of do the same layout that we've done with the other character episodes where, you know, we'll talk about the story and we'll talk about the characters and their love language. Uh, Stephanie will talk a little bit about, you know, who they might have been and um, some of her favorite quotes from the book and, you know, that little fun stuff. And then Christina um, will talk about their Enneagram type and, and what they might be in the real world. So, um I am Amber and I am the resident uh love language expert and so um I talk about what their love language might be um and so this was one of my favorite books um so far that I've read in the recent recently. Um I just I loved so much of it. And so um going through and kind of remembering, because it's been a couple of weeks since we've finished this. We've, we've been on some journeys with Colleen Hoover. What the actual heck? Ooh. That's all I have to say about her. It's like, wow. It's intense. And like every book is intense in a different way. But mm-hmm. like it never, it's never just like, oh gosh, that was nice. It's like, oh, my heart is over there on the floor beating, but it might stop any second. Um, so anyway, so we've, we've read several of her books now. Um, but Reminders of Him was, um, was one that, um, we all read a couple of weeks ago and it was just such a good book. And so, um, we are going to discuss the main characters. And so I think we said we're discussing Kenna and Scotty, Ledger, and then a little bit about the parents. Um, is that right?
1: Yep. That's the plan. That's
0: okay. That's So um, looking at the love languages, again, there are five main love languages um, that really is in any relationship, but words of affirmation, access, service, quality time, gifts, and then physical touch. And so um, looking at the characters, um, I will start with Kenna probably just because, um, you know, she was one of the main characters. I think for her, um, her main love language when uh, when it came time for her to feel loved, um, I feel like quality time and um, words of affirmation were probably some of her, her ways of feeling loved. Um, I think that she obviously had a very hard, traumatic event happen in her life, and she was put away for five years. It was her jail time. Yeah. Um, and so... You know, there's a lot of stuff that happens there. And then when she moves back to her town and when she um, is starting to figure out her life and how to get her daughter back, um, I do feel like there was a lot of hardness around her. Um, She had to be strong. She had to have her head down and just kind of, okay, what's my next step? And how do I get myself stable so that I can get my daughter back? So I don't know that there was a whole lot of like lovey emotions around her. But I do think that once you get into the book and, you know, she meets Ledger and there's kind of some interaction that happens there. I do think that she enjoys when he spends time with her, even after, you know, the whole blow up of he finds out who she really is. And then, you know, there's a section there where he doesn't want anything to do with her. And I think that that completely tore her apart. Because she had started down that road of like, okay, this is going to be okay. I'm going to get a job and I'm going to get an apartment and I'm like, I'm doing this. And then when Ledger found out that she's really Kenna and he wouldn't have anything to do with her for a couple of days, or might've been weeks. I don't know. Um, that kind of blew her, blew her world up there for a little bit. So I do think that she enjoys that um, quality time and um having that focused time where they were together and um, and so i do, i do think that that is one of the main ones um words of affirmation the reason i i said this is because she has a lot of questions and rightfully so the, the traumatic event that she went through um i think that she questioned herself from the second she took that first step away from the car to walking into her apartment to getting arrested to spending 5 years in prison to the cab ride on the on the way home where like it all just came back to her i think that she questioned herself so much and um i think that when ledger after he found out that she was kenna and after he found out that oh my gosh you did love scotty and this was not on purpose I feel like he helped her heal so much because of his words of affirmation. And again, not like you're the best and you're the whatever, but just having that um that verbal interaction of like, I get it, I understand it. And you know that where do you remember where he um went to go pick up her things at Food Lion? Wait, is that where she worked? Or did I just totally I think it was that just a grocery okay. store? <laughs> Maybe I just pictured it as a food line.
1: Allegedly food line. Okay,
0: <laughs> But um, he went to go pick up her things yeah, and, and her locker. locker Yeah, were all of her writings. And so he like saw some of them. And I think that's where it kind of clicked in his mind of like, wait a minute, like she did love Scotty. And so I think that he was able to kind of pour into her that this was not your fault and and you are valid and all of those things that you need to do, you can do them. And then that's when he started asking her, to read the letters to him. Um, and then we all know that eventually she did read the, the letter. So I think as far as Kenna feeling loved, I think again, that quality time and words of affirmation that ledger was able to do, I think really did help her feel loved. I think, um, the way that Kenna showed love was definitely acts of service. Um, and I think that in, in, there's a couple different times. So obviously, um, when she moved or she got that apartment and um, there was that little autistic kid. Um, I think her name was Lucy. Lady Diana. Lady Diana is what she referred to yeah. Um Like, Kenna, and at first she was just like, chick, get away from me. But again, like she had literally just gotten out of prison. She didn't know what the heck was going on in life. And so she had to kind of be that way. But eventually she did. Like she did help Lady Diana, and they would do things together, and she was just there for her. And um, I think that that is that's huge uh, part of the story that sometimes I tend to forget. But she was she was a, a, an awesome person. Um, and something tragic happened, and she couldn't figure out. Oh, bird, birdwatch. Guys, there's a dove outside. But don't worry, Cholo is going to protect us. Yeah, my dog is not
2: going to drop the ball. He's, he's prepared.
0: <laughs> he will save us. And we are on the second story, so don't worry, the dove or pigeon out there. I think we'll be okay.
2: No birds will be in
1: the making of this
0: podcast. Today. <laughs> um, so anyway, so so that's kind of what I feel for Kenna and her love languages. Do you guys, are you following or
2: What? I'm following I'm with you. I wonder if quality time is so important to her because she spent five years in prison. Well, and
0: she found out that she was pregnant in prison and her daughter was just taken away from her and so she never got that time and I always say this it's kind of sad we're gonna we're gonna come back out of this valley guys um at funerals, I always say. You guys always want to come at a funeral and say, oh, this person, this, and we love to do this. But like when that person was alive, did they know that? And I think it takes something tragic happening for people to realize like, oh my gosh, like I really did appreciate this about this person. And I never said those things. I kind of feel like she gets it. Kenna, Kenna gets it. Like she knows what it's like to go through a traumatic event, be put in jail, spend five years in jail, get your baby taken away from you. All the while, everybody thinking the entire time Mm -hmm. she was this villain. Right. And she was guilty. There was no there was no talk or anything like she was guilty. And so she gets it when she comes out and when she puts her mind to it. I do think that she gets that point of like, I've had I've literally had everything stripped away from me. And so she does enjoy that quality time when she knows that she can trust somebody she does enjoy that quality time with them. And I think it's even that much more special to her because of her experience.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't take any of it like for granted.
0: Right. She loves big. I always say that. Like I want to be that person that loves big, even if sometimes it does hurt because if you don't, if you don't do that, then you will go through life and there will be situations where you're like, well, gosh, I could have done more or I could have loved that person differently. And I, I just, I think that she loves big after the whole,
2: mm-hmm.
0: after the whole thing. And, and actually she probably loved big before she just got convicted as guilty and that you murdered Scotty and nobody ever asked any questions. And so I'm sure that that was part
1: of the trauma too. And we we got a little bit of a peek into her, what her childhood was like because there was that moment where we met her mom mm, and yeah. found out that her mother was very much not a present mom didn't really you know want to be a mom yeah. And didn't
2: she spend she spent some time in foster care didn't
1: she I think she might have I mean I I it's been a little while since we've read it and that part that part doesn't stick out a ton but I know I know that we got the impression like when she when Kenna was at the Landry's house mm-hmm. with Scotty for like that dinner and they were praying. She had her oh, eyes open yeah. because she'd just never seen a family actually sit down and do that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I feel like you're right. I feel like maybe the quality time, especially because she she was lacking that for so long. Mm-hmm. And maybe that is why everything with Scotty happened so fast and so hard is because like you said, she loves big and she didn't have that. And so when she found something like that, she just latched onto mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah. Um, And I also, I also felt bad with the way that she felt like Scotty's mom disapproved of her from the very beginning. Um, And again, like the accident happening, it just didn't help. It just didn't help her at all. Um, So, um, so that's kind of moving on to um, Ledger. Gosh, I love him. Um, I I really just love his character because um, I love loyal people. Like Clark, but I love his character because he is—he is that type of person that he, him and Scotty were were best buds, and um they did some crazy stuff together, and they they loved each other, and I love to see that with with guys. Like I love when a guy has other guy friends that they are just like they've done life together, and then I love that he um, that he stuck around even after Scotty died and he helped raise Diem and like, I mean, to the point of like, there was like, he couldn't date anybody seriously. He couldn't think, he couldn't even think about that because what if that took him away from Diem? And, and again, I think, you know, you have to look at this health, it, being in a healthy mindset of, you know, and, and eventually Ledger did move on and it all ended up okay. But like, he was loyal again to that kind of fault of, he wasn't allowing himself to move on and heal and move past this because he was, he knew he had to be a part of DM's life. Um, and the fact that he took it upon, upon himself to be the, what is it? Little league or what's it?
1: T-ball? I don't yeah, know. It, I think it might've been T-ball. Yeah. But it was yeah, definitely was something good. like that. Yeah. He yeah. was the
0: coach for that. Like he didn't have to do that. No. And, but that just speaks to the kind of person that he is. Um, And I feel like, so with Roman, was Roman just the bartender, or was Ledger helping him out?
2: I think it was a little of both. Because yeah. I know he was living in the apartment above the bar. Right. And he... they, oh, they were, Um, I remember their connection now. So they were both football players, and I believe in a game, one of them got injured. Was it Ledger that got injured? Or, I feel like the two of them were on different teams, and they had a collision, and one mm-hmm. of them ended the other's career. Mm. Does that ring any bells? It like does. I, I remember that,
1: on. I'm going to look. Um, I remember that Roman ended up having some sort of substance problem because he gets he the did. mug every Friday. Like, yeah, he Ledger blessed. gets in the mug.
0: Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, see, yes. So, yes, that's what I remember. It's like, again, Ledger is... He's that, he's that guy, like, he's going to be there for you. And like, Mm -hmm. even though I'm pretty sure Roman has, I think it mentions like 500 mugs or something like that. Like, he's like, all right, stop with the mugs. Like Ledger's still like, I'm here for you, man. Like, I've got you. I'm proud of you. And, and he is just that constant. Um, and then again, like with Kenna or slash Nicole, like at first he didn't know who she was. And so, you know, there was that whole thing. And even when he found out, like, he, yeah, he was pissed for a little bit, and rightfully so. Like, she, she straight up lied because she was scared of going back to the town, and and she knew that as soon as people found out it, it was Kenna, that she was just going to be burned at the stake, and and she would have been. Like, nobody there gave her the chance, the time of day. No. Um. So I'm not like it was not right for her to lie, but. But also when he did find out about it, he had a reason to be upset, especially because gosh, like him and Scotty were so close. But anyway, after he processed and after he calmed down for a minute, he he was even there for her. And the little things, like I was just remembering, um, I don't know, like did he go to the grocery store or I don't know, something. And he played a video of DM for Kenna. And, and she was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And like again, he didn't have to do that. And he knew the line that he was walking um, because he knew that if Grace and Patrick found out that Kenna was here and that he was talking to Kenna and so many things that it could blow up the relationship super quick. Um, but he towed that line. And that's a lot of pressure to have on yourself. Um, but I just, I I just, I don't know. I love the character of Ledger. Um, I also think that um his love language um were acts of service and then also quality time. Um I think that he um he enjoyed his time with Nicole and Kenna. Um, but he's also into serving people and however that however that needs to be, is helping them, giving them an arm up. Um Again, being the T ball coach when he didn't need to step up and do that, he would always go over to Patrick and Grace's house and just sit out and talk with the dad and, and just be there for him. Um and so I, I I think I love that about him as well. Um, are we talking about Because I don't know that I have a love language on Scotty. Poor dead Scotty. I mean I just have to say that. I mean I like sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're just going to move on. Past I don't know that.
1: That, that we have enough, right? Like I don't. He, he I don't. gave her some finger hands and right. a ring. Right. But he didn't even get to give her a dollar ring. Yeah. I know. Oh, man. I know.
0: Um, I think he could have been a, a cool dude. Um, I think that they had something really special going on for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just the way it happened. And it sucks, but it, but it is what it is. Um, just really quickly going to the mom and the dad. Um gosh, that's a hard situation. I will tell you what I loved about the mom and the dad is that at the very end of the book when Kenna finally goes over to the house and they have a conversation, it's almost like they were able to forgive. And what a thing to be forgiven from. Holding this, you know, obviously going through the event of what happened, the car accident, walking back to her apartment, getting arrested, spending five years in jail, okay? All of that, being pregnant in jail, having your baby taken from you, all of that, okay? That's a lot. But then having to live with the guilt of it and then having to live with the fact that you know everybody in your town hates you, including the parents of the guy you killed and they have your daughter. And so I just think there's so much packed in there. Um, and then at the very end, when they realized that, oh my gosh, like she didn't do this on purpose. She did not murder our son. And they were able to have that conversation. They just forgave her. And they were able, the, the book basically ended where they were able to reconcile and she could be a part of their lives. And so like, I love that about them that they were able to come to their senses enough to listen and understand what happened and then be honest with the fact that, gosh, we have hated you for the last, I don't know what it was at that point, five, seven, six mm-hmm. years. Um, and to be open and honest enough to say, we're sorry and we can forgive you. Um, that I, I, I love that about them. Um, and I love that they were able to take, DM and, and give her a good life, um, and provide that for her. How did the book end?
2: Like, I know that they they were there and that, but like, oh, there is a little bit of it. They jump forward a little bit, yeah, and they give us an idea that Ledger and Kenna are together and they have the house across the street. Yeah, and they're like sharing custody of DM, but then they also talk about. I believe she has another baby. Yeah, she, I think With she might be her. pregnant. Yeah, and they get married, Aww. and I think she's out there having a baby. Oh that's
0: so awesome. Wait, did did he give her the ring that Scotty had bought?
2: I think the mom did. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't think that was, like, I don't think when, he was like, hey, I'll just use this as, like, your engagement ring since we already have it. I don't think it was like that. But I know the mom brought it to her. Yeah, women, was like, this correct. is. This is what he wanted you to have. <sighs> I know. Um, so many. Stories. Okay.
0: Okay. So that's, that's, my, that's my synopsis. I could go on for days about this book because I love it so much. Um, and I, I'm i starting to get characters mixed up in all of Colleen's ridiculousness. And so we'll be doing more episodes. But like Verity and um, It Ends With Us and November 9th. But, like, I'm trying to keep them straight. Um, but I'm reading them too quickly. I need I need some tips on how to slow the roll with Colleen Hoover because at this rate, I'm going to run out of her books and then my life is over. Like, what the heck do you I do think after? I it
2: be okay. I, she keeps busting them out. I think it'll
0: be okay. I don't even know. I don't even feel I love how know. you're
2: like, I'm the slowest reader ever. But today you're like, I don't, I can't stop myself. <gasps> okay, but that's always
0: because I never, like, I didn't explore reading. And I would read these stupid books. And I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, I'm literally wasting my time. And I love both of you. And I'm glad that I read them. But also, Agatar is not my deal. Like, I don't want to be reading about a world of fairies and blights and... Made up worlds, even though it was cool. Like I did enjoy it. And there's
2: like a time and a place for it, but I it's wonder a, if that
0: goes
1: a lot. back to your cartoon thing, though. Like you don't like cartoons because oh, yeah, like, they're not real. real you're for not for the nonsense. Yeah, right. the world building is not for you. Yes,
0: but like, but I can, I I know that there's a place for it, and also like I should I don't know like should I keep developing that and like pushing myself to do it a little bit just because it is okay to have nonsense. But like my eightness is so like, it has to be. If it doesn't rip your heart out and it's not over there beating on the
2: floor, then it's not worth my time. Maybe we can find a happy medium. Yeah, right, 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 right.
0: So, um, so anyway, so, um, well, you know, we'll be we'll be discussing more of these books. But I, oh, I had to go into work one day and like, so I had read, 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 read all night, and well, not all night. But until like two in the morning. And then I was like, okay, I have to work tomorrow. So I have to like stop. And so I went into work and somebody else had already read the book before me. And I went directly and I was like, wait, just tell me it ends okay. Like, just tell me that it's going to be okay. Because right now, like I can't make it through the next eight or nine hours not knowing mm-hmm. that it's going to be okay. And then she was like, wait, do you really want to know? And I was like, yes, I really need to know, not just want. Um, and then she said yes. And so then I was like, okay, okay, I can wait. I can till this. So, um, but no, I, I absolutely, absolutely loved the book. So,
2: oh, can I fact check myself real quick? Because I, I got real invested in Was it the Roman, Roman thing? I think I just found yeah. it. Yeah. So, anyways, Roman lives in the upstairs unit above the bar. And at some point later in the book, he's telling Ken about his friendship with Ledger and how it started. And he says that they were in a football game and he was injured and it ended his career and that Ledger is the one who injured him in the tackle and so then he's like his career is over he gets addicted to painkillers and then Ledger finds out tracks him down and helps him get sober and gives him a job uh, so maybe, yeah. that just kind of further attests yeah. to
1: because
0: like, he didn't have to do that no like no, he could have just kept on didn't. going um i don't know i don't know i just i really liked his character and also does he have tattoos? <laughs> he I, might. I just know that, um, I don't know, I was attracted to his character. I was like, oh, okay. So anyway, okay, Steph, take okay. it away.
2: All right, so let's talk about Kenna, and Ledger and uh, what they might have been like back in younger days. And um, Kenna, she's hardworking. She's tenacious. She showed up in this town. because She had a goal. She wanted her daughter back. She gets an apartment. She gets a job. It might not be the job she wanted, but she works real hard. And then when Ledger hires her to work at the bar, she goes in. She organizes everything. She goes above and beyond. All the other people working at the bar like her. Um, so I feel like she's kind of a go-getter. And if she hadn't have been in prison, if she hadn't have had such a kind of a traumatic start to her adult life, then it could probably look very different for her. And it probably will look very different for her in the future now that she's like, at the point she's at where the book ends. Um, so I feel like, you know, I could see her being uh, a high schooler who was like a library assistant. She seems like a little bit of an introvert. So I could see that. I feel like she's a good writer. And I feel like a lot of um, what we learn about her is through her writing because she writes these letters to Scotty for years and years. Um, so I could see her maybe like being at a poetry school. Hand. <laughs> Maybe writing for the school newspaper. I like the poetry slam, like,
1: because she's not your typical,
0: like, oh, little good girl that never does
2: anything. Mm -hmm. So I I do like that part. I could see her, like, in the coffee shop, like, snapping. Yeah. So I have some... Oh, the coffee shop. Maybe she she
0: worked at a coffee shop or, like, a bookstore. Oh, I
2: feel like she could have. She could have worked at a combination bookshop, coffee store. Yeah. And I think that would be, like, very on point for her. And, um... Well, she was upset when she goes to the bar because it used to be a bookstore and she takes out the paper and she's like writing a letter to Scotty about how she's sitting in a bar and it used to be the bookstore Um, they went to. And she ordered coffee. And she ordered coffee. I
1: think you guys are on to something. So.
2: Look at us. Look at us. Which brings me to my first quote from her that I really like, which I feel like could make its way into a yearbook if this was that kind of situation. Okay. Okay. I take a drink of my coffee and close my eyes and cry because life can be so cruel and hard and I've wanted to quit living it so many times. But then moments like these remind me that happiness isn't some permanent thing we're all trying to achieve in life. It's merely a thing that shows up every now and then, sometimes in tiny doses, that are just substantial enough to keep us going. Mm. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. And it's that same scene, I think, where she's sitting and drinking Mm. the coffee in the bar. Um, I love that. I feel like that really sums up. Like she's had a rough life. She it sums up her experience of like I have just a little bit hap, like a little bit of happiness to keep me going, a little bit of hope.
0: Just like super quick, I told you all of my books are writing together. That almost seems like it could be a quote from "It Ends with Us." Something about tidal waves. It does. Okay,
1: just wanted to make sure. But I mean, that's that's like a very life quote too, mm-hmm. because I feel like so many people. Myself included. We get so focused on just trying to be happy all the time. And, and like, is that really what it's about? Probably not.
2: Yeah. Oh, and then this this next one is a little, it's a little less dark. At the end of the book when she's kind of come full circle and she's healing. And she says, music still makes me think of Scotty. But thinking of Scotty no longer makes me sad. Now that I've forgiven myself, the reminders of him only make me smile.
1: Oh, that one gave me chill
2: bombs. That was a good one. I think that's where she got the title. Oh, so. dear.
1: A lot of things. I like it when they use the title in the book.
2: I do, too, because yeah. I'm like, oh, I get it now. I see what you were thinking. Mm-hmm.
0: I also love, um on like, the book cover, how um, it's little birds that are, like, flying away, but some of the birds are taken from the title. Like, if you look at the title of the book, it has, like, little bird stencil things where, like, the birds are flying oh, out of that. And I was like, oh, like... That's cool. I love how... I love how, I don't know if that was intentional, but if not, Colleen Hoover, I can give you some more ideas.
2: I'm telling you, I think the best job is whoever gets to design book covers. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to. I'd be happy. Yeah. I really like it
0: anyway. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one.
2: So, on to Lecture. He's so loyal. We talked about this. He's also got some, like, I feel like he's a good leader. You know, mm-hmm. he runs that bar. He keeps everybody going. Like, he, he's a good guy. We like him. Um, he had to be on the football team. We know this. Of course. He played in the NFL. That didn't happen overnight. <laughs> um, but I also feel like he's that good friend. And I feel like a lot of the people that he was friends with as a young person, it, they have stayed in his life. Like, mm-hmm. he, is, he is there for Scotty's parents. If Scotty was still around, he'd be there for Scotty. And he's pretty much, like, dedicated so much of his life to scotty's daughter so yeah just the guy that's always around yeah he's he's that guy that like if something goes wrong that's who you call mm-hmm. and you know he's going to show up and you know he's going to take care of it one of my favorite quotes from him he says it's as if i'm witnessing her become a mother it might be the most beautiful thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm um, and then I feel like this one sums up a lot about their relationship in a sentence. In a matter of weeks, I went from hating you to liking you to wanting the world for you. So forgive me if those feelings sometimes overlap. Mhm. so many gray areas yeah. in this book. Yeah. I, um, I
0: just was doing a little bit of searching too, and I just came across one. I feel like it's probably at the end of the book where, and again, I just, I love this about him because... I don't know, like, even though him and Kenna are together now, it's not like he took that lightheartedly. Like, he's still very loyal to Scotty. And I feel like at the end of the book, I feel like that's where it is, he is basically talking to Scotty, and he's like, I'm going to take care of your girls. And, like, again, mm-hmm. that's so ledger, though. Like, he he doesn't take this stuff lightly. And he is going to take care of his mm-hmm. girls. And it's he still has that high level of respect for Scotty. To let him know, like, I've got this. You can rest now.
2: Um, oh, that face Christina just made. I know, made. I'm just telling
1: she, you. She just had to add in the you can rest now fit. I don't I know. know, that really struck oh. me. And
2: also, the way that
0: I read books is I always get the audiobook and mm-hmm. either the Kindle or the real book. And so I'm reading along as it's being read to me. And the audio voice for Ledger is just this, like, this is Ledger. And... I am here to help you. Ooh. And like with I my was, deep, with my deep with my husky voice. Yes. Yes. And so I I don't know
2: I, I like that too, but anyway. All right. Oh, and then Scotty. Poor oh. dead Scotty. He was a he's a nice guy. It wasn't supposed he's, to be like that. It wasn't supposed to be like that. It should have ended better for him. But you know, he's smart, he's caring. Um, I really liked how he talks about his dad when he was a kid. Like, I think he's telling cannabis and he's talking about, it's a flashback and he's talking about how his dad would come home from work and like his dad was just an accountant. He had a boring job. He had like quote unquote, a boring life, but he's like, he had our family and he was always there for us. And that was, that's all I want. Like he wasn't. He didn't have any, like, airs about, like, I want to go off. And do. he's like, I just want to be happy. I just want to have people I love. I just want to be around my family. And I feel like that's kind of him as a person. And he's a little goofy. Yeah. You got
0: to like him for that. And I, I completely forgot about this. And I, like, I think that's another thing that I really liked about the book is that it was just normal people in a normal little town. And none of them were crazy rich. Um, like I, th- I feel like sometimes in, in books, like it's all this huge, you know, they're in New York city and then they're
2: in Boston and then they're yeah. like, it's, there's gotta be atmosphere. There's gotta be yeah. drama. all the characters have to have like these fascinating lives. And it's like, no. that's not what we're all
0: living out here. Right. So. It was very relatable. Yeah. Um, the small town, the grocery store, his, his orange, was it orange or red? His truck. I think it was orange. I think so too.
1: Um, anyway, I, th- I think that was really cool too, so. That that seems to be like the the kind of book that makes you the happiest it is very yeah. much like in a real world. Setting.
2: Yeah, I agree. And of course, I mean his quote has to be, "Is that is that is that an effing pigeon?" Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. because that was his that quote. was his thing.
1: That's funny. Maybe Bash was just trying to get on board, and he was like, oh, "Guys, oh there's, the like, guys, guys there's the effing pigeons.
2: I found the effing pigeons. Come on." <laughs> Thanks, Bash. <laughs> He's always like, out, I've, always I've done my
1: job. Up. I'm in bed now.
2: Yeah, he's like, I have to take a five-hour um, cat nap. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, Steph, is that your... That is it.
0: That is a wrap. I love <laughs> it. I love it so much.
1: All right, so on to those Enneagrams. Um, a lot of this we've we've really covered already with the love languages, with the um, the superlative center, they, it just kind of builds on on what we have for the Enneagrams. So for Kenna, we're thinking eight because she does have that strength that helped her to pull through all of the very like unfortunate happenstance that has happened to her and that allowed her to go in at, to this town, like you said, where nobody wants her. Um, she's, not, she's not safe, she's not loved, nobody's on her side. And just get in there and do what she needs to do. She gets two jobs, she gets an apartment, she gets a kitten. Um, Not necessarily on purpose, but um, because the, you know, it had helped her keep her lights on. And so she, you know, she's like, okay, well, I don't want this, but I'll figure it out if it's, you know, if it's going to help me further my goal. Um, I mean, along the way, things happen to her and her life improves, but she's really, she's really got the drive to make that happen. Um, Thoughts, comments?
0: Yeah, I, I saw a lot of myself in her. Um, just because like when you have such an outrageous goal and her goal was to get her life back in order and then get her daughter back you have
2: no pigeons are back
0: she's like this is serious guys um but when you when you have something like that that you're aiming for you have to just put your head down and work towards your goal so I do I do think there's a lot of that there and then one other big thing with eights is the vulnerability, and she—I mean, she played her cards pretty close to her heart for a while. Um, even with Ledger, she just—you know—she knew who he was, and and she kept it all together for as long as she could. Um, and so I—I—I I, I, I tend to agree with
1: you. What wing would you say that she has? I've really gone back and forth because we know we know that her and Scotty did some fun things together. They had kind of like a carefree time together. And so I feel like there there's reason to believe that maybe she has some sevenness going on. Maybe she's a little bit of an introverted seven. Um, but we know that they had, they had a fun time together and they were you know just kind of running around doing things. He bought her the, um, the bag of finger hands where, you know, she put, she put the little hands on her fingers and then, um, I I I completely forgot about that. Even um, I it's I don't know the visual was so weird that I think that will just stay with me. Um, But even the night that everything happened, um, she wasn't really there for the party. But after that, she was here for hanging out with him and kind of going and doing whatever and going to their their Was it a lake where they used to hang out?
2: Yeah, it was a lake.
1: Mm -hmm. And so they go there, and, you know, they'd obviously, like, done that before and and just kind of having a fun time together. Um, There could be some nineness. I do feel like, for the most part, she wants to keep the peace. Mm -hmm. Um, She is
2: striving. She wants that inner peace so bad. Yeah, and she... She wants to, like, vanquish the demons. She wants to get her daughter back. She wants to have, like, cozy family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she wants the
1: the peace with the people around her, Mm -hmm. which has got to be you know, some serious inner turmoil when she has no peace with almost anybody around her. You know, she meets some people at the apartment, and I think that helps, but I think that there's, you know, a case could be made for either, maybe a little bit more strongly than nine, um, but that's, I mean, that's really what I have for Ken. I agree with what you guys said about about her possible past in high school, as well as her love languages, the, um, the quality time and the words of affirmation. I mean, they really help her heal and grow and and move move forward with her life for Ledger to build on his loyalty. He is a six. Mm. So again, he's you know, he's completely loyal to Scotty, to um to Scotty's parents, to Diem, to the point that he was engaged. He was gonna get married to a woman and that woman didn't oh, see yeah. the value in Diem or see like the level of importance that she was gonna have in their lives. Yep.
2: Yeah, was it she was upset that um
1: that he would love, their, he would ki- love DM their DM as people, much as their kids, yeah. yeah. Um, which is... <clears throat> dude, messed up. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he he's so loyal to her that he gave up. There's even... Um, I was reviewing the, the book last night, and there's an area where when Ledger is describing what happened with this woman to Kenna, he doesn't say he loved her in the past tense. He says, I love her in the present tense, but he gave her up. Rather, and she wasn't even saying, like, Diem can't be in our lives, you know? It wasn't, it wasn't like, I want to move us across the country. It was just, I won't love her. Yeah,
2: you're going to love our kids more, right? Like, that's what that was.
1: Yeah. I mean, most people, I think, would have taken that comment very passively and would have, you know, just kind of run with it because at the end of the day, like, He's going to feel what he's going to feel, but he was not having any part of it. Just the thought that, that she would not be a priority in their lives. He left somebody he loved and, and a wedding that, that, that had been p- planned and paid for. They had a whole honeymoon that he let her go on by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so just that level of dedication. And then he was even, there was a point, I don't know if you guys remember, Um, you know, he was building his house, like him and him mm-hmm. and Roman were building his house. And when Diem realized that he wasn't going to be living across from her anymore. She told him that he, like, she didn't want him to move. And he genuinely started to consider not moving into this house, that he had spent so much time and, and effort into getting ready. And that's just, I don't know, that's that's such a strong level of loyalty to...
0: Oh, yeah, because they they took some trips out there. Like, yeah. he was almost finished.
1: And then, then once they, like, started, to, I guess, they... He took her out there. And when she when she was reading him like the letter, Uh it was on the way there, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, he's just he's just so loyal. I for I had forgotten what you said about how he he told Scotty he would take care of his girls, but oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. The most feelings. Yeah, I think that was
0: wrenching. I think that was the final, like,
1: here, just have my soul. Oh my goodness and and even what he did with um with Roman I mean he really didn't owe Roman anything but like you said Stephanie he went and he found him and he he helped you know make up for what he had done but he he, he it also wasn't like a, okay we're even now like they continued to be friends mm-hmm. so many coffee mugs were exchanged and i mean that's a coffee mug is more than a dollar right it's got to be at and least that- <laughs> least a few dollars, so yes, that's got to be quite the investment just to keep a bit going. So if you can be that loyal to a joke, I mean, come on, um, Scotty, poor dead Scotty. Oh,
2: poor dead Scotty.
1: We really don't know a whole lot about him, but from what we do know, I'm thinking seven. He
2: seems like a fun-loving guy.
1: I really, and it seemed like even though he was serious about Kenna, we knew that because he got the ring until that point it just kind of seemed like they were having fun together i mean he was the one that was smoking at his parents house Mm -hmm. he was the one that maybe kind of initiated a lot of the um you know happenings a lot of the what's the word that i'm looking for oh my gosh Anyway, he was shenanigans. shenanigans yes, yeah. thank you. It was not coming to me. Um, I feel like he was here for the shenanigans and and Kenna was here for Scotty and maybe a little little bit of shenanigans. But, you know, what what more do we know about about Scotty? He wasn't dead. <laughs>
2: Oh gosh, that's the worst oh, thing Oh you know my me. goodness!
1: I mean, I'm just saying. Oh
2: my gosh, it's the it's the part that was like she could they could have saved him. That got me.
1: Oh, that got me. Mm-hmm. Definitely the worst part. All of it was was terribly emotionally traumatizing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they could have had the life together, mm-hmm. like he obviously would have forgiven her. They could have had their child together. Everything could have been different and fine. Eventually, his parents would have forgiven her because she would be you know, their their daughter-in-law and also the mother to their grandchild and, and he would be alive and fine. And I mean, he might not have had an arm, but isn't that what they said, though? Like, the reason she couldn't female? feel the pulse was yeah. because something had happened. Like, he had been injured in such a way that his arm no longer had a pulse, but he was still alive, mm-hmm. which is the absolute worst. Like, mm-hmm. could the circumstances have worked out any more specifically... Mm-hmm. You know, because she tried. She, even though they were, like, not sober, she had the presence of mind to look for a pulse. Like, she really put the effort in. Oh, yeah. So, it, had it been the other arm, have anything else. Um, but I, I am off track here.
0: But, like, talking about the, I mean, again, like, let's be real. So, like... <laughs> I mean, okay, so you just got Where in this- Where guy- going? I'm trying to follow you. Well, I mean, so you just got in this horrible accident and you got out and you tried to check for a pulse and like, I'm sure he was unconscious, but like, you didn't like reach in and like try to get him like, okay, so his arm was hanging out here and you checked for a pulse, but that's it. Just, okay, Bye. Like you, you didn't want to like try to get him, like shake him to being conscious, or like scream at him or
1: something. I mean, Jackie Kennedy really grabbed on to JFK. <laughs> yeah, like, and he was shot in the out. head. <laughs> so yeah, his yeah.
2: Was not good.
0: Um, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, that's that's because I'm just so real. And I just now, like, as you're talking, I just was like, but wait a minute, like, that's all she did. Yeah. But come on, You're I mean, she, she was girl. and yeah, she I wasn't she in the right frame of I mind. I get that.
1: I get it all. I you get it You also all. would think like wasn't she trying to jump in front of cars?
2: Oh yeah, she was. None, was none of those cars, cars said hey. She just was like he's dead, I'm dead, I don't care.
1: But none of these cars were like, "Hey, this girl. She seems to be disheveled. Perhaps there's some blood on her. Maybe we should stop and
2: check on that. Call the police." Yeah.
1: Even if you're not gonna, even if you're not going to, um, like, get out because maybe you think she's dangerous, I feel like I would have called the police and said, "Hey, I was on this this road, and yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, that's weird too." I mean, I just like I've loved the book, and I I still do love the book. I'm just like, but wait a minute, like, Kenna, come on
2: to we, save
1: Scotty. Do we remember how they found him? Was it like investigating um, the next day or I don't remember I how they was found the, the car? Next
2: morning. I don't know if they finally got a Sorry. report from someone that there was a car upside down.
1: Somebody must have seen it and like mm-hmm. called it in, and but that, that was why it was too late by that. Yeah, but oh. well, like
2: you would be surprised that like no, no one, none of those cars she ran in front of, no one was like, hey, something's amok here. Yeah, yeah. On, uh, maybe you should send out like a maybe you should send someone out here.
1: Do you remember that he was crawling away from the car? Because I had forgotten oh, that.
2: Oh my god, I remember that now.
1: So tough. Um, But, I mean, that's really what I have for the Enneagrams. I really didn't Enneagram Patrick and Grace because I feel like we don't see a whole lot of them. I mean, we really just see two people that are really hurt by the loss of their Mm son.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Let's see.
2: I think you also see two people that are like, this senseless thing happened to us. The only way to make sense of it is to, like, have someone or something to blame. Mm -hmm. And Kenna is that person that it makes it so easy to blame Mm -hmm. and from the outside it looks so bad for her because she pretty much just like dipped out and the cops found her passed out in her apartment the next day like it just looks so bad from the outside
1: and she she was in such a terrible place that she really didn't do anything to try to explain or help Mm -hmm. um the whole thing is just so sad and I, i i do have some like some closing notes of existential dread in a few minutes on that. Like when we do our kind of discussion y mm-hmm. mm-hmm. time at the end, because it oh, so many, so many things just kind of fell. And what did you find?
0: I was just looking
1: over like the
0: synopsis of everything. And one of you mentioned about Kenna's life growing up. And one of you were correct. She did spend time in foster care when her mother left her alone when she was seven to fly off to Hawaii with some guy. And then when she was 10, she ended back up in foster care with a woman named Mona. Um, And then, Kenna, I forgot about this. She reached out. I mean, she hadn't had contact with her mom forever. And she reached out when she was seven months pregnant and she was in prison. And she thought her mom would want the baby. And her mom was like, no,
1: thanks. I, I think her mom was also like, you were an ungrateful child. Why would I help you now? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, I see. Yeah.
0: I, I completely forgot about that.
1: Kind of kind of, just the worst. Like, it, she's, oh. And it really, I don't know, it just really backs up. Kenna not knowing what a normal family life is. Yeah, or... she's like, no
2: reference point for this is helpful.
1: Um, I do have a couple of examples of famous Enneagram types to give you guys like a nice visual oh, for each I of love them. These. Um, I I know you do, and since you're an eight, I thought we would start with the Kenna eight. Oh, perfect. Eights. So a few examples of famous Enneagram type eights. Martin Luther King Jr., oh. which I thought was kind of cool because mm-hmm. you know he he got some things done. Um Clint Eastwood. Interesting. Winston Churchill, which Doctor Who made me a big fan of. Um, let's see if there's any other fun ones. I think those are really... Oh, I- Emily Gilmore from the Gilmore Girls. Oh, but, yeah. like, I could see that. Could see that like, too. she had a strong personality. Mm-hmm. Um, did either of you ever read The Hunger Games?
2: Clarkson. I read the first book.
1: Um, the main character, Katniss, she okay. was...
2: I could see that. That series didn't really spark for me. Do you feel like
0: Merida.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. The Disney Princess mm-hmm. Merida. For I can sure. See that. Mm. Okay. All right. The sevens, which I also feel like will fit. Um, I don't I don't know that this is like you, but Elton John. And as a reminder, the seven was Scotty, but I really like Elton John. Um oh, JFK Elton. while we're on a, a JFK rant. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Hey, um we could let's post on our social media. Um we just went to Dallas a couple weekends ago or weeks and we visited the JFK Memorial the Depot, yeah. yeah, the book depot. Um and so that was kind of cool, but we'll post one of our pictures from there.
1: You uh you Dallas folks, you can you can comment and you can keep your Dallas because it was a weird place. It 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 indeed was. But we also Weren't where we were, like, we we ended up in a part of town that perhaps we didn't belong in.
0: I don't know that there was any other parts of town. (laughs) Just from driving around in the back of an Uber.
2: Hey, Dallas, it's okay. We think you're really nice. Please don't come for us. And also, um... We're not making sweeping generalizations about (laughs) your city. (laughs) Also,
0: there's a really good barbecue place there. Oh, Oh, my gosh. If you are ever in Dallas, you got to find that barbecue place. I don't really know what it's called. But it was literally the best barbecue I've ever eaten in my entire life.
1: It really was. And like the Um, sides
0: were really great. Do you have
1: that rub somewhere? Would it have the name on it? it If you take a picture of it, we can show the folks. Christina, Mm
2: -hmm. you can add them. Yeah.
1: Oh, I will. I'll add them. And it was so good. It was really good. Yeah, listeners, if you feel like, if you feel like, no, I'm not going to post on their social media because nobody will care, nobody will watch, I will watch. I am so here for it. Mm-hmm. Interact. Do Message us. Do something. I need something to bounce back off of. But anyway, mm-hmm. a couple more Enneagram 7s. Um, Peter Pan. Um, Moana. Moana was the one I was excited about. If you guys have watched that, yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like that tracks. And then um, some famous sixes. Let's see. Mark Twain. Mm. Of course. Julia Roberts. Really? Ah, That's what the internet says. Oh, Dwight Schrute from The Office. All right. All right, Dwight. Oh, man. Um, Ron Weasley for any of you Harry Potter fans in the world. And that's pretty much what I have for the Enneagram types. But I do have some questions, some comments, some deep emotional concerns. Let's do
2: it. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> oh my no. goodness.
1: So to start with, I can't. I can't handle the fact that every the people in this book they all just interpreted things so differently than how they actually happened and because of the way things happened nothing was done to correct that and it just really things blew up out of I mean they just blew up so quickly in a way that was almost not repairable all, all because she didn't say anything mm-hmm. and they just they made so many sweeping assumptions that she didn't care that, I mean, he was going to propose to her. Nobody thought, Hey, our Scotty, he wouldn't have loved somebody that was like this. Um, I just, I mean, so many things happened that weren't even her fault when they went to dinner, her, like she had listed reasons that she felt like Grace didn't like her and she was caught with the cigarette on the back porch, but it was Scotty's cigarette. They were having, they were, you know, in his room together but also like that was not a her thing that wasn't like she was just the bad influence Mm -hmm. um i i just know coming from me like if
0: a lot of times if i don't if i don't think it's gonna matter then whatever think what you want to think sort of deal and so i feel like with her like with her, she knew everybody hated her. She was, they did not, it wasn't um, innocent until proven guilty. Hers was guilty, period, end of story. And fight for what? Like, I just killed my boyfriend. And like, I would rather just go sit in here for five years and figure it out than try to get people to get on my side. I'm good. The
1: um, the need for affirmation was not there. No.
2: Yeah, she was like nothing can fix this yeah why oh, bother
1: right and she did like she
0: felt guilty like mm-hmm. she she was not in a good place to fight for herself. she needed a ledger to come and fight mm-hmm. for her
2: oh gosh and she sat in the courtroom and she had to listen to like what happened to him and the she, that was the first time she ever knew like, I
1: also feel like somebody like somebody in the legal system there should and I'm sure it doesn't work this way but I just can't believe like nobody realized how depressed she was and how how unfit to mm-hmm. be in a trial mm-hmm. she was. Yeah,
0: but that's what I mean. I I hear what you're saying. Like, should should she have spoken up?
1: Yeah, it probably could have helped a lot of things. But, eh. and I think that's probably from my brain. Like, my forebrain is I must I must explain all of the things to you so that you also understand them as I understand them because I need to like it it. It's mm-hmm. that like being different from everybody and needing to relate. Like, mm-hmm. if I tell you all of the things, you will also see what I see about the things. And the fact that she never, never did that, like, mm-hmm. even if it hadn't been for the letters, nobody would ever have known. Mm-hmm. And I just can't, I, oh, it's too much for my brain, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, all of the possibilities, all of the things that could have happened differently if just a few things had been shifted. I mean, we talked about if she had, if she, had called the police if something had been done he could have been okay if she had told anybody what actually happened she might not have gone to jail she might have been able to be with her daughter the entire time i'm like
2: what if she just had a better lawyer yeah for her and was like i'm gonna get to the bottom with this Mm -hmm. and figure out like what
0: well and i think too like she did feel like a bad person Mm -hmm. like because even before all of that happened she knew that his mom didn't like her and she felt like the bad influence because she didn't, she wasn't raised in a typical, you know, happy home. Yeah. And so she already felt less than, um, and so when they all came for her, she was like, "Forget it, man. Like I, I am guilty. Like I did, I did that.
1: And I don't, I don't think it's her fault. Like, I don't think the, I don't think the not speaking up is her fault because again like she like you said she blamed herself she was in a bad headspace i just hate i hate the reality of the fact that in in fiction but also in real life if things are just not understood correctly if different like if perspectives are just a little bit different things Mm -hmm. just really blow up out of control yeah also the end of the book. You know, you always, Amber, you always talk about how you'd like a little bit more at the ending. We need to know more about what happens. I don't think they actually said that they got married. I could be remembering that wrong. But even if they did, oh, we didn't get any kind just, of wedding. I just made the assumption. Because mm-hmm. you, you do, it would make mm-hmm. the most sense. But Diem also doesn't live with them. And it, I don't know, it makes my brain itch. Because she's literally... Kenna's child like I understand that she's been living with her grandparents for her whole life and Mm -hmm. that makes sense to me and I don't I don't by any means think that it should have been like oh hey we like Kenna now you're gonna go live with her but she's a stranger but they're gonna have another kid so is it not gonna be weird that like I live with grandma and grandpa but my brother or sister they live with mom and like I don't know I just think it's weird um Oh, she's not pregnant. She gave birth oh, I mis- to their that. son. Oh, my God Who they named. Scotty. Scotty. Oh, how oh, could I forget that? Good God. Yes. And I think they maybe like alternate, like maybe she stays with them three out of four nights or something. Well, yeah. it says
0: she has a room in both houses and um, DM still lives with the Landrys since they don't want to interrupt her life, but Kenna and Ledger see her every day and she has a bedroom in both houses.
1: Um I mean, I guess as she gets older, like if she wanted to live with them, they probably wouldn't stop it. I don't know. I just when I read it, it felt weird um, and that's do you guys have points, questions, comments, concerns? I don't I yeah. just just so many feelings. I loved it like
0: it was so, so, so good, and um, I think from here, then I read Verity next, and that was just a freaking trip and then it ends
1: with us i still can't balance verity in my brain i oh, can't yeah. figure out i
2: loved it i haven't i haven't built up the there to read um it, it ends with, with us. us not yet but i own it yeah. so it's only a matter of time i yeah. don't
1: know i really think that this one hurt me worse like reminders really? of him i really even just rereading like stuff to do the summary if i had not read it quickly i would not have finished it like me it neither. made the book made I me angry it, like
2: one day because i was sitting on my couch like crying yeah. Yeah. yes like i was it mad at the things that
0: made me different. different like it's it 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 is different like it's still the feels um and but this book i never was reading and like my mouth wide open like what just happened and there is a very specific part in it ends with us that like it just turns so quick um but it's not like this one is heart wrenching on so
2: many different levels. Yes, I mean for Kenna, oh my and gosh, from everyone's perspective, yes, like from Kenna, it's she lost her soulmate. She feels yes, and for DM, she will never know her dad, and you right. know Ledger, like lost his best friend that he grew up with, and yeah. Landry's lost their only child. Yeah, who was their entire world. Like, yeah, it's it's a lot, and like, but they're
0: all working through it in their own ways Mm -hmm. and it's just heart-wrenching whereas it ends with us is is just more it's not it's not from literally every point
1: of view that you're seeing this one situation so it is very different but um and it it ends with us though there's another like it's not nearly as earth shattering but there's another point where had somebody just spoken up and said what they meant or said the right thing instead of the like vague thing mm-hmm. things would have turned out completely differently and I still liked the ending but things would have been mm-hmm. easier mm-hmm. on the characters involved had had everybody just been clear and been on the same page mm-hmm. oh man mm-hmm.
2: that concept like makes my it eats it, my brain soul. Brain I know I know I'm like how easily do I not Oh man. It's the existential thing. I get vague sometimes. I, I don't know. Oh, I know. That makes me so nervous. It,
0: it, it's true though, man. Like effective communication is so important. And, um, I mean here, like you're saying here, like had Kenna been okay enough to say, guys, like, wait a minute. I didn't even know. Yeah. Like, hear me out. This like, is what do you mean? He was story. alive.
1: I checked and then I tried to kill myself. Right. What did I miss?
0: Right. Like how difficult could that have been? And, and it is, it Ends With Us, like how differently could that have story have just changed? But I I love at the end of It Ends With Us, um, Colleen Hoover kind of writes a, I don't know, what is it called? Like an epilogue or like an it's, afterword kind of. Yeah, and like talks about don't why she. not be me spoilers. No, no, no. Talks about why no, but she. It is good. It's so good. But like talks about why she. Why she wrote it and like, oh, I know what you're
1: talking. Yeah, um, and I, I forgot just, about I love that.
0: that. Like, I love, I love that she explained it from her point of view because, he, like, this is my fourth Colleen Hoover book, and I'm like, dude, shh, are you okay over there, Colleen Hoover? Like, are you, like, are these really just stories, or are you Verity?
1: I, I don't think are the woman is Verity.
0: How many people live in your brain? We're, you? we're gonna add
1: her on Facebook. Let's not turn her against us.
0: No, know? no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, how do you write this stuff?
2: Like, I don't even know how she came up with the plot for Verity. I'm like, what made your brain go, ting, this is an idea. Wow. Right. I can't, I don't even know. so many things. My brain doesn't do that kind of thing. Oh,
1: boy. There's something about the way that she writes, though, that keeps you at, like, a very high level the entire time. Like, it keeps your interest, mm-hmm. but it also moves very, and I don't, I don't know how she does it. Because there are other books, like, like you had mentioned, the ACOTAR series. I, I love it.
2: But it has some slow points. It does. Yeah, the pace, like the pace changes. It's like we're in battle, but like now we're just in the spring court being sneaky spies. But like now we're in the wood. Like I don't know. Yeah. But when I yeah. she, she the,
0: the pace yeah. all the time.
2: Yeah. And yes. like it's
0: a good pace of like you're at about an eight out of a ten. So it's not like you're like oh my gosh a high level of like, but you're you're like but all you're right, also I you like get, I have
1: to know what happens. Yeah. What's next. happening
0: next? But, Um, The other one that I, I don't know, whatever. It is what it is, but we read it. The um, guest list. The guest list. (laughs) The pace
1: was very different. Oh my gosh. It was like like a slow burn for very little, like very little gain on that investment.
0: Right. But like, if I had to read one more time about like this island and the bog and a marquee out in the, I was just like, oh my God. Okay. I know where I am. But kind of like.
1: Okay, whatever. <laughs> but anyway. There was some I'm trying to remember what I I read something like that recently. I can't remember what what it was, but it was like that it was like I don't need you to keep telling me the same thing or about the same surroundings or the same thing about the same people. Mm-hmm. I get it. I read the first part of the book, so now that I'm in the like middle of the book, bu- I know let's- the things from the first part of the book. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. yeah. And like
2: if you keep talking about the setting, you better be building some atmosphere right. for me, or <sighs> just die Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you, um. But I don't know.
0: I feel like I feel like this is a pretty good overview of reminders so. of him. Yeah. And if you re- haven't read it and you've listened to this entire episode, you're awesome. But go get it yeah. and read it for yourself.
2: Yeah, even though we
0: over it a
1: little bit. Wow. It. It's fine. It'll still be good. You'll still feel all the things.
0: That's true. But also comment and let us know what other um, Colleen Hoover books that you've read and that you love. Or if, if there are books that you really love that you'd yeah. like us
1: to do an episode on. But don't. It has to be fast paced. Don't even get me started. Yeah, you got to keep Amber's tastes in mind. Because right. whew, there are some books out there
2: that are dry. That's right. We gotta have a male character who's a bit rough and rugged. Yeah, and you can check that court. box. As long you're good. As you can check that box. We're
0: good. <laughs> I mean, right now, so I'm reading this book called "See Me" by Nicholas Sparks, and like, I think I'm finally getting to the point where like he is a little bit rough around the edges. So now, now my interest is peaked. But I'm five chapters in, and the whole time I've been like, okay, when is it gonna happen? But now, chapter five, I might be getting somewhere. Things are finally happening. That's right. But, like, he's a fighter, and he's, he's rough, which is so crazy. Like, I'm literally married to the nicest, most laid back. Very patient, n- very chill. No tattoos, no drinking, no smoke. Like, so, like, just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is something to think about. <laughs> he does have a beard. I mean,
1: Clark does. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Are we wrapping it up for the day? For oh, the let's video. do it. So
2: I'm on Etsy and I found a sticker that I just ordered for all of us.
1: So oh my goodness.
2: It says, please forward my therapy bills to Colleen Hoover.
1: Oh my gosh,
2: Shut the front yeah, door. We'll it.
0: Oh my
1: gosh. I freaking love it. Thank <laughs> you. That's going on the computer. Oh going my the laptop,
0: 19, yeah. 19, 19. Hey, speaking of stickers, I think we're behind. Oh, we need to order a Skinwalker sticker we do. and a Lizard Man one. Lizardman oh no! Man.
1: Yeah, we're we're on waiting. to the Etsy.
2: Wow, Dallas really set us back. It like. did.
1: Well, and then and then there was the sickness, yeah, and then then, then the
2: Stephanie got the COVID. That wasn't great. No. no,
1: and you were the last. Like you were the last holdout one of, the of our even our extended group. Yeah. I mean, Mm-hmm.
2: Oh Fine. boy! Fine and then
0: Christina thought she could just go away last weekend. <laughs>
1: abandon us. In my defense, it was um, amazing. I mean, I had to assimilate. Sure. You know, it's, that's all right. Oh boy! Um, but it was time, and um, now I'm back. So awesome! It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. I'm so excited. All right, close us out. All right. Well. Thank you all for joining us again. When you want to find us to tell us your thoughts, no, opinions. not when. Do it now. Oh yes, now. So now, right now, this moment. If you're driving, you need to pull over. You got to park. You got to put that car in park and pull up your phone. You got to go to the Facebook. You got to thirty something. Yeah, <laughs> for thirty somethings. And so wait, maybe we need to create a
0: um, coffee and bagels for something tomorrow
1: um oh, anyway Steph- keep going. stephanie's face i love when how, that was suggested I love how we all,
2: like it always comes back to let's talk about stephanie's lack of dating life just trying to help us throw oh my
1: goodness <laughs> so um back to the facebook I and mean, we have other things but facebook is really where we're where we're happening that is something's amok so when you go there you just type in something s a m u c k
2: what Follow us. What's wrong? Why oh, are you staring Christina, at me? Are we teaching the people to spell? I, I thought you were going to literally spell out the entire
1: thing. <laughs> well, I, I wanted too. to make sure that they heard that it was plural because sometimes when I enunciate it, the plurals don't always come through. Got you. Um, so some beans. Correct. I you were be like,
2: Stephanie, find her on Tinder. At- yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> the TV that. You're right on at <laughs> this is on um,
1: Hinge. This is slightly selfish promotion right now because I, I need the people to interact on Facebook so that I can then interact act amber amber has your um love life meddling pretty much locked down That's over true. there That's just <laughs> let, just, come, just let me know just let me know Um, but yeah, so Some Things Amok, go, go find us and follow us. Let us know if you'd like us to make a group that you can be in. We'll, we'll participate. Um, Twitter, Instagram are also Some Things Amok, or you can email us because I also check the email and I will email you back. It's at Some Things podcast at gmail.com, but like, don't make it weird. Um, (laughs) Also, you can make it a little weird, like like the kind of weird that we are, though. Like we talked about, we talked about the skin walkers, but like yeah. you know, there's just there's an. Okay we didn't kind talk about walking on your skin. yeah <laughs> that's yes. Yeah. See, that's a good. We're pulling it back exactly. <laughs> you Maybe know we when need to have
0: this. a, a um, digital flag for people. Like you're
1: getting close. Oh, you're I about like to get banned. Like, some kind of, like, meter or monitor. Yeah. And like, like w- the weirdness is up at a six. You're going to need to take it down or you're getting blocked. Did like, you guys ever go... You
2: a 7.5. we got to shut you down, so...
1: You get a warning. Wee-woo, wee-woo, woo Three warnings and you're done. Did you guys ever go to... I feel like they were at random pizza restaurants in the 90s, but they had those love-o-meter things, and you'd, like, put in yes. a coin, and then there was, like, a, like... Yeah. But... Yes. Then, so there's that. So um, remember, <laughs> the best cures for the existential dread are a, a book. But but maybe like Colleen Hoover, it's great, but it's it's probably not like a cure for the existential dread. It might add to your existential quite dread. probably or, or distract you from it. So I guess it That's depends fair. on what your existential dread is. That's true. Also, puppers, puppers, they're good. They um they fight the pigeons, and um some strawberry cake courtesy of stephanie so uh re drummond you know add us
2: (laughs) this has been an episode of something's amok podcast please note this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and may contain spooky and or nonsensical content and may or may not contain factual information. We'll leave that up to your discretion. We are not cryptozoologists, psychologists, librarians, or experts in virtually any field. Any resemblance to actual persons or characters, living or dead, is unintentional and purely accidental, dogs not included. If this wasn't the best decision of your life, maybe it's time to reevaluate some choices.